Well, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the first podcast, episode one of what will hopefully be many more. And you're listening to Bipolar as a Mother, the Postpartum Diaries. Uh, it sounds funny to say it out loud because I've been talking about doing this or wanting to do this, I guess I should say, for a while and uh, just finally doing it. So chilling here in my cute little apartment with my dog watching it snow outside and sipping hot tea from my favorite coffee mug, which is from a golf tournament that I didn't go to because I don't play golf, but a guy I dated once did. And he was really proud of this because apparently it was like a very elite golf tournament to be in. And this coffee mug was like a, such a special thing that he brought home. So when I stopped talking to him, I took it and he was pissed and demanded it back. So I bedazzled it with stickers and sparkly shiny things and glitter and when he saw it he threw it so now it's like my favorite coffee cup that I drink that has a dent in the side of it now and it's like a solid reminder that I don't give a fuck (laughs) and it's just it's just a great reminder every day of like oh no that's right I don't give a shit and that's actually where we are today and why this podcast became a thing because someone somewhere needs to say it out loud that it is enough with the bullshit there is a whole world out there of women who are dealing with a sea of bullshit and quite frankly i think we're all fucking tired of it so This is a tiny, tiny little piece of a giant iceberg. I tried so hard to decide what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And what I realized was I wanted to include everybody. I wanted to include all of my friends that aren't moms, that are badass women, all the women I know that run their own business and that have their own career, all the women I know that are stay-at-home moms or housewives that just fucking rock it. And I realized that if I included everyone, then I couldn't pinpoint what I wanted to about what's changed my life in the last few years because what's changed my life is having a kid having a kid that I never actually planned on having. <laughs> so I realized I'm it, it's going to have to be it's going to have to be about being a mom. But on top of that, everything that I've discovered since being a mom, which is that I have to be on a fucking plethora of medicines because I'm a little wonky in the fucking think meat. I'm I got some brain problems and I I promised myself in 2020 I wasn't going to describe myself anymore as batshit crazy, but when it feels right, it really does. It's just that there is so much that can happen to the human body in one year when you have had a child. And this is a teeny tiny little sliver of the shit that women deal with. So welcome to (laughs) Bipolar as a Mother. I'm your host, Miranda Watkins. I am bipolar too. I've been diagnosed for a year. I'm 39 years old. I have a three-year-old and I live 
in the bustling Midwestern town of Wichita, Kansas. Okay, bustling's a little much, but I mean, whatever, Wichita. So what is this? It's basically a podcast where we are going to talk with a dark sense of humor about (laughs) mental illness, being a woman, being a mom, and um, what brought all this on was postpartum depression and how understudied, underfunded, under-researched, and under, oh, fuck, appreciated it is that women have this. Postpartum is, I think, one of those things where people just assume because moms have it, moms will figure it out. Like, oh, you're sad? Well, you're a mom. You have a bunch of other shit going on, so I'm sure you will coupon click your way out of that fucking depression. Thanks so much, and then goodbye. It's, it's, I mean, when you think about it, it's really fucked up. It's, it is a mental illness, and it's a mental illness that affects women all over the world. Yet, for some strange reason, nobody wants to admit when they have it. No one wants to admit that they think they got it. And no one wants to tell you when they're going through it. It's, it's like the scarlet letter of fucking motherhood. And what sucks is that this affects you, your kids, your spouse, your friends, your life. And some moms can't get past it. And rather than ask for help, rather than just tell somebody what's going on because of the shame that's associated with it, because there's this insane fucking archaic idea that postpartum means you don't love your baby. Women do drastic things like kill themselves because that is a better idea than telling someone, I have some pretty scary fucking thoughts. So hopefully this podcast will not only kind of shed some light on this for people, but also to get rid of the stigma because having any kind of mental illness doesn't make you less of a human. If anything, it amplifies everything it is to be a human in this condition, in this process of being on this planet, in everything that we do, in everything that we are. It's it's a fucked up world, and we're just trying to get through it. So you can find this podcast on everything. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, you can find us on social media. You can find uh, Bipolarism Other, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the things. And what's coming up, actually, we have um, an awesome life coach that's going to talk to us and uh, basically just about her life, what she does to get better. And the first time I met her, she said fuck in like three sentences right off the bat. And I was like, oh, hello, new best friend. And uh, she's with uh, Your Abundant Life Health Coaching. So Coach Stacy will talk to us. And we're also going to have The Roundtable. That is an episode where it's just going to be random women. Moms with grown kids, mom with little kids, moms with adopted kids, moms that did the do-it-yourself-at-home, make-a-baby-kid, the whatevers, okay? Because there are so many different ways now that you can fuck your kid up. <laughs> like, it's, it's really an exciting time to be a shitty parent. <laughs> so there's, we're going to do that. So what the roundtable is going to be is basically just discussions because... Every time I go to a baby shower, which in a lot of ways is like the ninth circle of hell, 
Nobody wants to play games where you sniff a diaper with a melted candy bar on it. No one wants to pretend they're sniffing shit. And even though you can't drink, do your girls a solid and serve drinks. Okay, I made sure everyone at my baby shower was a little fucked up. That was like the nicest thing I could do for all of those bitches because (laughs) baby stuff is expensive. (laughs) And best believe it, when I found out I was knocked up at 36, the first thing I did was remind every friend I ever had how much baby shit I had bought for them so that I could for sure get the expensive shit that I've registered for. So (laughs) the round table is like discussions about everything because every week there is something new that makes you a shitty fucking mom. There is something new that makes you a shitty woman. You're weak if you take meds. You're weak if you don't admit it. And there's also this mom shaming that just needs to shut the fuck up, okay? If you have to go out and get real drunk with your girlfriends so that you don't slap your baby in the face, go do it. If you need to go to therapy so that you don't cry yourself to sleep every night, go do it. If you're so happy that you quit your job and you stay at home, be happy. Don't be ashamed because you're a quote unquote Pinterest mom. If you're good at that shit, do it. Don't let me falling out of my fucking car wearing last night's pajamas, rushing to get my kid to school on time, even though we're 40 minutes late, make you feel bad. I know I'm a fuck up. You're killing it. Keep doing it. We, we get so concerned with making sure we're all okay. We kind of make people feel like shit when they're doing okay, when they're doing better than okay. So Let's not do that. Let's not mom shame the moms that actually know what the fuck is going on. Let's go ahead and just tell them to keep on keeping on. And then for the moms that don't know what you're doing, welcome. You're home. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're with your people. I'm constantly amazed that my son hasn't been taken away from me. (laughs) There's so much shit. But he really is like a little tiny human badge of honor because postpartum really can fuck with you and it can be a vicious, aggressive thing. It can sneak attack you. It doesn't happen with every kid. And quite frankly, you don't have to have birthed a child. They are finding out in so many studies that that it's something that can even happen to partners, people that didn't carry the child. It's something that can happen when you have adopted because you have in your mind this entire thing and how it's going to go. And when it doesn't go your way, and when you realize that this shit's forever, this isn't college. You don't get to change your major. You don't get to give these little motherfuckers back. No, you're in it. Like this is life. It's you. It's them for fucking ever. And if you wake up and you can't quite snap that rage back into its checkpoint, if you can't get that sad feeling to go the fuck away, something gives. And it shouldn't be your mental well-being. And it sure as fuck shouldn't be their safety. But because postpartum has this, has this really fucked up old fashioned stigma to it, there's still so many people that don't want to admit they have it and they don't want to admit it because it's like this flag waving that's like shitty mom or I don't love my baby. You do, which is why you're getting help so that you don't do something fucked up to you, it or anybody else. It's a thin line, man. You're sleep deprived. Your hormones are doing weird shit. 
It is not an unthinkable thing that you don't feel right in the head. It's kind of impressive if, if you do. So if you do, well, well fucking done. So next week, we're going to talk about that. Just what it's like the first few weeks after having a baby. I have never wanted to rage drink more. Um, all I could think about every two hours feeding the kid and then pumping and then going to the bathroom and then like re-wrapping myself back up and then getting those stupid pads that cover your boobs even though you leak everywhere and then he's crying again and you haven't even put on deodorant yet it's like noon all of a sudden the only thing I could think about was how badly I wanted to like strap on a girdle pull my tits up and go out that's all I could think about was like I just want to rage drink and be with adults until I black the fuck out. And honestly, like, it's whatever is your checkered flag at that. If it's a bath, if it's time alone, if it's just a hotel room where you can read, if it's sleep, it's like that's the only thing that's getting you through. So we're gonna talk about that next week. And of course, everyone is going to be probably drinking adult beverages. If you don't drink, you don't have to. If you smoke, fire it up. I have zero judgment about all that. Um, and then we'll meet with um, the postpartum life coach, Stacy from Your Abundant Life Healthy Coaching. But here are just a few things that if you're like, I don't really think a lot of people get postpartum depression. I don't think she knows what the hell she's talking about. Okay. Okay, Karen. So according to a couple studies, one in seven women actually get postpartum depression that doesn't mean it's severe just means that's you know that's the shit um it happens to one to two women right out the gate like right after you deliver like one to two women out of every 10 are like damn i feel super sad so there's a term called baby blues and that's an old school term that just means your hormones are funky and it's taking you a little while to bounce back postpartum depression is when you actually get clinically diagnosed and are either put on meds or a treatment plan okay now the fun shit what i had this is like the winner winner chicken dinner of fucking postpartum depression motherfucking postpartum psychosis yes that is a psychotic breakdown in your brain after you've had a baby because they broke your body, ripped your vagina apart and gave you an entirely new fucking brain. <laughs> like I laugh because it's real. This happens to one in every thousand women. Okay. So the odds are, are, you know, I mean, you're not going to meet a lot of women, but still one in a thousand is a fucking lot every year since time. Like that's still a very large amount of women for something, a diagnosis that is not really known. And a lot of people don't know a lot about it. So that's kind of scary. You know, you go to the doctor, you get told you have something and then you're like, what does that mean? They're like, actually, we don't fucking know. Like we're looking into it. That's, that's terrifying. So just know if you're listening to this, this is meant to make you laugh. It's meant to make you giggle because it's hard. And it is not easy any day of the week. So it's the celebrations of little things and it's the pat on your back for continuing to keep on keeping on. This is not a mom shaming thing. This is a celebration for you and for any woman that has ever given you a thought to feel shamed, stupid, or afraid. 
fuck those bitches. This is not what that is about. And if you want to try and convince me otherwise, you should just fuck off because that's you're not going to get anywhere with it. So <laughs> thank you so much. This is the preview beginning episode Bipolar is Mother, the postpartum diaries. And, uh, you know, honestly, like tell your friends because this is just a safe space. You can write to us if you have any questions about postpartum, about being a mother with mental illness. Um, I'll shout out to all my bipolar homies. Um, it's, you know, this is, it is what it is. And this is life. So we're all going to figure it out and we're going to make our way. So, uh, pat on the back. If you took your meds today, don't forget. Good job. If you did pat on the back, if your kid had a meltdown and you stuck through it, pat on the back. If you went to work today and made it all the way through without leaking through your shirt and pat on your back. If you stayed home and got some shit done, it's hard. So good job. Believe in you. Take your meds. Don't forget, and we will see you next week for the first group episode of the Women at the Roundtable, where we talk about the first weeks of newborn life as a mama.